Hi, beautiful people, and welcome to another of my sharings. I hope that you are all well wherever you are at. We are still in the midst of Corona crisis, and in the U.S., I know it's escalating a lot. Sweden has gone down, Europe in total, and I hope we are seeing like a light in the tunnel uh, soon globally, because this affects us all a lot. We went to visit our grandmother the, um, last weekend, and um, she's been alone since more or less February, uh, with just a few exceptions of uh, visits and. Uh, and now we decided we're going to meet, we're going to hang out. And we helped her to decorate on her balcony and uh, make it beautiful there. And we went out to eat dinner and and to see her from when we came. Um, she was kind of frustrated and a bit angry and and low. And when we left three hours later... She was so happy and joyous and this this feeling of connection that that you know that comes it comes so immediately. Of course we've seen her, we've been uh, taking groceries and stuff to her and so on, but not hanging out and the difference it makes for us all. We had a lovely, lovely half day there. And now we're going to see her, but not too often. And today I want to speak about social media. This is a topic on demand. And um, quite many people want me to talk about it. And I understand why. Because this is, um, I mean, it can be the greatest, greatest connection. It can be. And it also has uh, uh, another side of it. And I know that we are, this week especially, no, this last two, three weeks maybe, I have felt this, you know, reluctance to go on social media. The reluctance to post anything on Instagram and to, to be visible there. Or to be present there. I don't think it's about me being visible. It's me. I don't have the energy to post anything. I don't have the energy to tell anything. To do an update. Uh, I just don't see the point. And Osho, he said that if you don't enjoy yourself, stop. And I'm trying to to stick to that. If I don't enjoy myself, stop. So it's it's quite a long time since I stopped scrolling through other people's, you know, scrolling through Instagram. I told you before, I don't follow other people. And more or less the only people I've been following uh, has been my daughter in Aruba. And um, to, to see what they're doing and so on. And that is a great use of Instagram. If you're far away, if you're not connected, and and also it's in a way, you know, you see what she decides to post. You see what she shares. And that's not the same as their real life. I mean, it's what she chooses to, to, uh, to broadcast, to put up there. 
So for me to connect and to connect outside Instagram is super, super important. And I don't have many people that I go and look at, you know, to, to be updated. My other kids, I'm not even connected to their Instagram. I have like my son at times, he posts a photo of his dog and that's always, you know, it's always a great joy to me. But apart from that, I don't follow people. I don't follow famous people. I I don't have like this um, because I early on realized that there is something about this that doesn't make me happy. And if I don't enjoy, stop. And the last month or three weeks or so, I just felt like if it doesn't make me happy, stop. And I don't feel an urge to post something on Instagram. And I know, as as you all know now, that I'm a, like I'm a born addict more or less. And social media, I today I made a list. What's the pros and cons with social media? And I'm not an expert, as you know, I'm definitely not an expert. I'm not like an influencer with a big following. And so this is me, as usual, contemplating. And the pros I can see with social media, not only Instagram, it's Facebook and it's even Tinder and, you know, dating apps and and other um, social apps. It's, of course, that they are social is, of course, the connection that you can have, that you can make. I mean, that's why they exist. I assume, we can assume that at least. Um, Most likely that's not. I mean, connection and network, that is like why it all began, I hope. Um, there is also this dopamine, you know, kick that we get, that we can get. When we get likes or we post something that really makes us happy and we see people in our network, they become happy too and we get a lot of comments, oh, that's beautiful and or even you are beautiful and you are lovely and, and that kick that we get, that little high... That is something that, you know, it's it's human. We are all kind of looking for that. We are all receiving that from time to time. Um, the thing is that that kick is also kind of a drive behind addiction. So um, we also get entertainment, of course, killing time. Or we get some enjoyment also. So, of course, there are things that that we get. Otherwise, we wouldn't do it, you know. We also can keep ourselves up to date with the world. Um, And I'm really like... I went to to see Donald Trump the other day. And it's really, really sick. The, The way he portraits himself in social media is like... It's not with responsibility and it's not being the president of the United States. It's just crazy. And and I feel like this, 
I think what I can respect about him is that he's no different when it comes to wherever he broadcasts his things. He is what it is. But um, I can just see that uh, the impact he has with his great following, because this is, this is so much what it is, that social media is a way to impact people or to sell things, to market things or to market yourself. So it's a platform, more or less, as I can see it, the last years has just become a platform of marketing and sales and promotion. Um, when it comes to, of course, the bigger accounts, I think when it comes to like normal people who have like a couple of hundred followers, normal people, I say we are all normal people. And this is one of the cons, I'm going to get to that with Instagram and social media is that we post things like a, a dog here, some food here, some friends there and so on. But it's all always very pretty and beautiful and it's a good moment. We tend to post our good moments. And then you can see now there's also, there's also a marketing uh, in posting and sharing your bad moments. There is a lot of um, influencer marketing that kind of is around how... there. I mean, there's no celebrity who hasn't a big failure, a big breakdown or something, you know, or is mentally uh, ill or diagnosed or has something, who doesn't post about it. What we used to cover up before, now we use it as a tool for marketing because we get sympathy. And I feel like this is... There is something in social media that is cunning, that, you know, that is like manipulative, that is really, that we learn after a while how to get sympathies, how to get more likes. And, you know, there are big, big, big corporations who are working on these topics. And I think that... So what I got on the pro side was the social and the connection, the dopamine kick, because that's not negative, you know, the body gets it from uh, exercise, from, you know, uh, seeing a sunset or new baby and, and also the entertainment. But, and then I'm, I'm not going into this, uh, the pros of earning money and um, marketing and or maybe I am. Maybe it's all coming down to, to this. Um, let's see later. The cons, as I see it, is actually when it comes to I wrote social on the um, on the left side of the pros, and then I I wrote isolation on the cons. Because watching and scrolling down your feed, you can feel very very isolated, and you do this often when you're alone or if you are scrolling through Instagram when you're all with other people you also isolate yourself so social media is not not something we do together with other people in real life and if we do we separate we isolate ourselves 
And that's also something, separation. I think the separation in social media is enormous. And it doesn't matter if it's a dating app and if you uh, you never match with some someone. It doesn't matter if it's um, um, Instagram. And when you have this influencer and followers, when you have this feeling of some people are special and you are not, or you are special and they are not, you we are causing separation. We are not coming together, we're not joining. And I think there is a lot of this uh, on social media, the separation. Uh, we want to create inclusiveness. We want to, maybe we have this in our strategy, marketing strategy, to make people feel seen and to make people feel loved and so on. And still there is a separation because we have influencers and followers, uh, which means that this feeling of being superior, uh, I can see that this uh, is a lot of cause to uh, what I come to next, and that's depression. Uh, this constant comparison, this constant feeling of that other people got it all made, they have it better than I have, and uh, they are so successful and I'm not. And then eventually it turns out that their marriage broke or mm, she lost her you know, house or whatever, and it wasn't all good behind the scenes, but that's not what we are broadcasting unless we see a benefit of broadcasting that too. Um, this honesty about how shitty our lives are at the moment. And uh, I can also see a lot of stress. As I feel these days, I feel stressed because I feel I should post something and I don't want to, and then I feel stressed. Then I feel I... I need to arrange, I need to kind of come up with something, I need to, uh, you know, um, there's an, what do you say, unstrengthening, there's an effort behind it. And then I feel stressed. And I think there is a lot of stress. I think social media is a big, big, big stress factor for many, many, many people. I think especially for these people who are actually who are building their own brand, who are their own brand. Uh, if it's a corporation and you have it as a job, I don't think it's the same stress factor uh, because you get paid to do what you do as a social media manager. But I think if you're driving, you're running your own brand, I think it can be super, super stressful to have this constant you know, push, need to update. If you don't update X times, uh, every day or every week you're going to lose followers and this stress to lose or gain followers is that's of, of course stressful and I come to can you hear the little doggy he woke up and um, then of course we have the addiction side of it and here is why I feel that I am very reluctant at the moment I feel this negative pull that if if I felt another, and this is like why it's so sneaky because everyone does it. 
everyone does it and it's been normalized that you hang out on social media for hours every day and it's normal and the question is is it normal and is it good for us I think in general I think it's not normal because I think it's an um, addiction for for many people to spend this much time on our cell phones I think is unhealthy um, I think even though the pros we get I think we become more isolated in real life um, more detached I mean sometimes I hang out with friends and we are all on our phones which is like we kind of hang out but we are not connecting on a deeper level and that is something I lost that is something we lost and of course we don't do that all the time we have a lot of fun too but there are times when we are sitting you know on our phones doing things just I, without any good reason behind it you know and this addictive part of course it's well-known facts that it's addictive uh, it's well-known facts that and but I think that since we don't consume we don't gamble we don't lose money we we don't have this uh, hangover negatively you know that we can get from drugs and alcohol uh, we don't get like you know uh, we don't have the physical effects that we may get from other addictions we don't maybe have the consequences but I think we can have when it comes to families and friends and you know because we're not present we're not there with them and I think especially for kids growing up these days without parents being constantly on our phones and they we think it's normal that they are on their phones too and I think the difficult part is that it's normalized that everyone is there and we don't tend to see the addictive part and I felt like this week when I really felt like I have nothing to say I have, I don't want to do it and I felt this push you need to do it you need to do it and then I just felt like this is this is not healthy for me and when something is not healthy an addiction is a behavior or you know a substance that you you can't give up and you crave even though it brings you negative consequences and for me a negative consequence is that I feel pressure that I feel stressed that I feel like you know and I also feel a pressure of if I don't I'm gonna lose followers if I don't I'm gonna you know ha not have the platform that I can maybe need later or you know there is there are things in my mind that that think that if I don't I'm going to lose something and I'm not going to be seen, I'm not going to be visible, you're not going to follow me, you're not going to like me and these consequences make me want to go there and do it just for, because, you know, and I know that when I don't have a drive in me to, to update or to share something, when I don't have anything to share, then it's like, don't share it. Don't do anything. Just don't do anything. And 
I know that I'm an addictive um, personality and I know that many, many people are that too. And I think that we think that some, uh, when, when we think about addiction, we tend to think about uh, substances that are negative to us, that have like a physical consequence, like alcohol or drugs or pills or... But an addiction can be around anything. It's something that you feel like, like I do. I have the feeling I spend too much time on my phone and I want to stop, but I don't. And that feeling is like, I don't want to spend as much time on my phone as I do, but I don't stop. And that brings me a negative feeling and I still do it. And the consequence I get, you can, you can then argue, is that a consequence that I have this negative feeling? And to me, that's a consequence because I feel not 100% happy with myself. And for me, that's a super big negative consequence. I want to be as happy with me and my behavior as I possibly can. And if I focus on the wrong things that I feel are the wrong things for me, then I become negative and I, I have this, con- you should stop, you know this, uh, I should stop eating sugar, I should stop with this, I should stop with this, I should stop with this, and then you don't. And it brings you an overall negative feeling when you do it, and when you don't, because you can't stop. So I think that this addictive perspective is huge when it comes to social media and the need for confirmation, the need for life. So what are we addicted to? Uh, I mean, it's, it's often the need for confirmation. It can also be, uh, you know, the, the money driving, the money drive behind. Uh, there are many, you know, there's always something we want from an addiction, some kind of release, some kind of, you know, um, relief. And I think there can be different, uh, but in general, it's the, it's the confirmation, I, I feel. And that we can't get off it. I think that the cell phone in itself, because there's so much happening there all the time now, everything is happening there. And... I don't know the consequences about that, but I can feel that a part of me would, would have liked to be 20 years older when this all happened, so I didn't have to be there, be present there. And then I have, like, you lose touch with reality. I think that is also something that, because what, what we broadcast, what we, the picture of ourselves that we show to people, it's not often the, the picture that we are. It's what we choose to, to, to tell people. And it makes us a world of very, very successful and happy people, uh, which we are not all the time. And that means that we lose touch with reality. We lose, lose you know, the, the human touch. We're not as connected as we or if we, you know, pick up the phone and call, or if we go see someone, and if we watch people through our cell phone. And I also see that it can tend to take over life. If, if you go, and this is an interesting exercise, if you go and watch your screen time on your phone each day, and of course, I can see that, of course, 
time is spent differently. I spend a lot of time on my phone, but I don't spend much time on Instagram. I spend like very, very little time on Instagram. Maybe uh, if I make a post, I may spend like half an hour. If I don't make a post, I spend maybe 10 minutes. Uh, so it's very, very little time I spend on, on social media because I'm not on Facebook anymore. And But I spend much, much more time uh, on Tinder, for example, just swiping left for some stupid reason, you know. Uh, that is something I should totally, totally, totally give up. But then I have this, you know, what, what's making me not give up that is that, okay, but what if he's there now? You know, I really want to meet someone. And I'm like, but what if, what if? And that is like what keeps me going. And it's so stupid. Instead of just relying on God and the universe and just letting it go, I think that if I stay on my phone, it's so stupid. And this is like one part that I feel that I get very, very addicted. And I can see I don't get the dopamine kick of being liked or matching with someone. And I get a very, very negative consequence of swiping left. Um, so I feel that, and this is, this is also the thing, I think many of us feel like if this happens, I'm going to get off it. If I meet this person, I'm going to get off it. If I too, you know, when I have these many followers, or if I, then I'm going to stop. There is, I think many people feel like if it's not just a normal use. Uh, and I don't know if there is a normal use of social media in a way. If, if it doesn't give you any negative consequences, that you feel pressure or stress or envy or uh, your self-esteem, uh, you know, sinks. Or if you don't feel any negative consequences at all, then you're not uh, as I am. You're not in that risk zone, I would say, uh, for becoming an addict. And uh, But if you do, this is also something that I... Um, I realized that people who connect with me, this is something that I feel is remarkable. People who connect with me and suffer mentally or emotionally, and they're really, really struggling. And some of them, they don't want to live. They're really, really at rock bottom and they're still on social media. The good thing about it is that they connect and reach out to me. The bad thing about it is that there is like an internal struggle, you know, that it's, it, it gives you to stay on Instagram and social media and to see how uh, you know, successful or famous or wealthy or, you know, just happy people are, and you're not. That's really not, it's not building you. But these people who reach out to me and struggle with their, you know, 
they don't want to live or they are deeply, deeply uh, addicted or they're just in the biggest, biggest, uh, you know, grief because they lost someone, they keep hanging out on social media and keep making posts. And, and I can feel that this is, this is a phenomenon that I feel is... I can literally see that someone is reaching out to me and say, Shama, I don't want to live. And then I can see the next day that person may be posting something on Instagram or she's active or something. And I get super torn between, is it real? Is she really, you know, in this bad position? Or is it so that Instagram is a part of this? It's so addictive. It's so like she can't step out of it. Instead of just, you know, it's like stalking someone. It's, it's like your, your, mm, your boyfriend cheats on you and then you separate and he, he, you know, hangs out with this new one or whatever and you keep stalking him and you keep, you know, going to his account and looking what he's doing and how it is and so on. And I really feel that this behavior that you kind of, you can't get off it. And I think that this is the same with social media. You can't get off it. If you're there, you can't get off it. It's really, really so, so, so hard. It's good for me though. Because I can always go to see on their accounts, are they alive? Are they making updates? There was one girl I was really worried about a few weeks back and uh, she didn't make an update. It took, it was months since she made an update and then um, I reached out and, and we connected and I can really feel that it's good for me. So far, none of these people who has really um, said to me that they wanna, don't want to live again uh, anymore, uh, they're all alive, which I'm really, really happy about. So for me, Instagram and social media is a good platform to work from that. But it's... On the other side, it's also negative for me because it adds this stress and pressure and I feel like I can feel totally that I am a nobody. Uh, my self-esteem just goes down and um, and I know that it's because I am, I have this personality that I have. And I know also that the narcissism in our world, I think that has increased a lot the last years. The me, myself and I, and that I am superior, that I'm better than you or bigger than you or, you know, I think that has escalated a lot, which means that the world in general is colder. There is a lot of good on social media, but there is also a backside to it. And I think depending on your personality, you are either like a 
whole person, like a normal person, like the ones who are, uh, you know, not uh, traumatized as a child, that grew up quite healthy and loved and so on. And then you have us, the other ones who weren't that fortunate when we grew up and, and have a lot of wounds. And I think that to be on social media with this personality, it can really be like walking on a minefield that you go up and you go down and you believe things and you and it's also like this what people project what people show us there it's at times brainwashing you know i really feel like um what's the drive behind it I get so now in Corona times, I get so much um, marketing. Both whenever I open Instagram, the second you know post is it's uh, an ad. Every second post post feels like an ad or story, and it's the same in my email. The intensity of marketing has blown up to the roof during Corona. There's like no stopping. I never buy anything on full price anymore. Uh, I mean, unless it's groceries, because there's always an offer. There's always an offer. And I, and I know like when I, where I buy beauty products, I know that I can wait a week and I know I'm gonna get a 25% discount. So I don't buy it now. And it's so massive. The marketing is so massive. And I, I, you know, I, I walk around town or bike around town. There's so much marketing. And I'm like, I said, I said to my, my daughter, I said, like, I'm so fed up with, you know, every billboard, every sign, every bus that passes me, uh, every ad on Instagram. I just want to punch someone in the face. And she said, like, yeah, mom, but that's... That's what capitalism is. And she said, I think there is like a, a, a communist hidden in you. Like a, what do you say, smig communist. Um, what is that? Like an uh, undercover communist hidden in you. And I said, do you know what, Hera? That's not true. There is like, a, a, deep down, I'm born and raised the communist, at least the socialist. And there is like a undercover capitalist living inside of me. So, but the thing is that it's the capitalist side that shows, that's what comes out. And everything, you know, and we have the deepest discussions these days and everything that I'm rejecting these days, you know, everything that makes me feel like I don't want to do it. No, I don't want to see it. I'm so fed up with it. I just want to, you know, go downtown and just pull them down. All the posters, all the ads, because I'm so fed up with it. I don't want to buy anything. I don't want to buy anything. And this is what I feel like. Do we want to buy something every time we go on social media? If we don't buy things, we buy people or we buy opinions. And there is so much propaganda and uh, marketing that 
there is nothing real. Even if you post a picture of your delicious food, there is marketing happening there. You're promoting yourself or your life or the restaurant or something, you know, or your happiness. There's always a promotion happening. And I just felt like, I, I, I hate it. I don't want to be part of it anymore. And I more or less stopped consuming because I, it make, that is the same as uh, I don't enjoy. You know, I don't enjoy myself. Then I just stop. And I, I feel that uh, the drive behind social media I think we gotta just face it, it's money. Not, not for the normal user, but the ones who run it. And to know that I am part of a, I'm a part of a scheme that actually, whenever I go there, I'm triggered to buy something or someone's opinion or like something. And I'm so affected. I'm so affected of what I see that I lose touch with my own reality. I mean, what is my own reality? I've been spending the last, last month, more or less, every second day, um, taking my bike, picking up a friend, uh, going to for a swim, morning swim and a picnic and just lying there for three hours. And I'm thinking, yesterday we were there and I'm like, hey, Peter, how, how long can we do this? Is it okay to do this? Like forever, can we always do this? Or do we have to shape up our act sometime? And he's like, no, th this is what we do. Oh, sorry. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, and, and I feel that, and we too, of course, when we're lying there, we are on our phones, of course. And this annoys me. This is really like, fuck, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be on my phone this much time in my life. I want to have more real. I want to have more real connection, more real meetings, more real interactions, more real hobbies, more real, you know. I just want to live life more and park the phone. And it is a challenge. Right now, it's not as big as a challenge as it is. Or, or maybe right now it's a bigger challenge because I feel I don't enjoy it. So I don't do it. But the lack of enjoyment makes it feel like pressure. And um, so I'm wondering, like all these people who asked about um, social media, can you talk about social media? I know that there are people who are experiencing negative consequences. And honestly, I don't have a good way to get off it. I can see that, and that's many, many years ago for me, that if you are a person who broadcasts, if you are an influencer, if you are a person who adds posts, you know, then I think it's, it's easier to, to maybe not scroll down the feed. 
um, if it doesn't make you happy. For me, it's like this. If I scroll down and then something makes me, you know, happy or annoyed or I have a negative feeling, then I just stop. I just, I, I have this built-in switch now that if this doesn't make me happy, stop it. Like, just stop. And then I just stop. And it could be a little feeling of envy, a little feeling of uh, disappointment or, you know, if I have a behavior where I feel I go check up on someone, I go, I want to see what they do in a negative way. I want to have some control over them. Then I also stop. If I'm just curious and I haven't, you know, uh, seen her in two weeks or three weeks, I may go there, but I rarely do. I wait until they get back home in Stockholm and we can connect again. But I just feel that this... Um, I don't know where we are going to end with this. I know that we are beginning to see a lot of burnout, a lot of, you know, uh, addictive behavior we do have. And this is... This is just like food. I feel that food is maybe one of the hardest addictions to have because we need to eat. So it's very hard to, to step out of it. You can't. I mean, with alcohol and drugs, you can stop 100%. But with food, you can't stop 100%. And I think with a phone also. I have some friends who are not on Instagram or not on Facebook uh, who are very, you know they are very deep into their working life or their hobbies or, you know, their families. And and they are also, I should say, they are also not addictive personalities. Because I think that those of us who have this personality maybe have an experience of drinking too much or being in dysfunctional relationships or, you know, have a narcissistic streak... I think that social media can be devastating, really, to our mental health. And and right now, I don't know where I'm at if, I, if I'm going to, you know, just let it slide, let it be, not update, because a part of me is also concerned that I want to keep you, I you know, I want to have you uh, around me, I want to... Um, you know, receive your feedback. I want to receive your love. Of course, I I love it. You know, I'm really nothing makes me more happy when you when you send me a voice mail uh, or voice note or text me and um, you know that positivity. I love it and I'm so grateful. And at times I feel that it's not equal because I can't give it back to you the way you give it to me because then I get exhausted and I feel pressure because I don't have the time to answer like that and and I really feel that when I feel pressure and stress I can't continue so it's a difficult relationship to keep it's really a difficult strange struggle to keep and to be in a relationship when when more people are looking at you than you are looking on them and this imbalance is, is not easy for me because emotionally I get squeezed. I feel like, uh, you know, this feeling of being superior, but I'm not. 
I really feel it makes me feel like you have I have a bitter taste in my mouth, and I I don't know where I'm at, I'm in that where, where I what I'm gonna do with it, but I know that so many people feel like I do that that social media is not all good. That this need for confirmation, appreciation is a drive and that money, money is for sure a drive. It's about marketing either ourselves or brands or products and or opinions. Um, there's a lot of propaganda and it's also something that has become, I feel, very dangerous is that we see social media as a source for, for news, for facts. All of a sudden, influencers have the truth. And that scares me. So it's really... I have this mixed, mixed, mixed feeling. I can say that, to me... The connection and the possibility of connection is is great, especially if you live far away and the and the possibility to make new friends if you're lonely, for example. And this is also like I think a lot of social media is has a backside. You know, if you're lonely, it's a good way to reach out to people and connect with people. And at the same time, if you're lonely. It's really, really not so good to see how successful and happy other people are. Um, so it's, you know, but I feel that this connection and the social part of it is, of course, lovely. And also the entertainment side. But then I can feel like entertainment in real life is so much more, uh, you know, to to watch kids play soccer or... You know, to just sit and watch the birds, as I do. I love watching birds and they, their behavior, especially now when they all have babies. And, and I feel that to just evaluate social media and, and the importance in my life, why am I, why am I here as much as I am? And I can see, <coughs> I can see a big drive is our negative things driving me, you know. It's, um, maybe it's loneliness or it's a need of confirmation or it's, it's an underlying money drive or, you know. And of course, some people earn their money being on Instagram. It's a source of income. And the question is, is it all good? That too has a price. And I'm not talking about that. If you're building your private brand on social media and people liking you and following you, or if you have a company, and to be a company, to be an entity, that's a completely different story because then you have people working on this. You're employed working with this. But if you have this as your, uh, you know, your foundation... Is also very, very vulnerable. You're vulnerable to people. What do they think about you? <clears throat> if they like you or not like you, if they like what you posted, yes or no, how many likes you get and so on. So it can, can be good and it can also be super, super negative. I'm just saying that for me, I'm going <clears> to... <throat> 
I'm going to do like a, a, a deeper, deeper inquiry into, you know, what's in it for me? How do I benefit? Do I benefit? And in what way? Am I addicted? Yes or no? I can, I can say, yes, I am. Um, how big is that addiction? Can I step out of it? Yes or no? And um, what is this underlying kind of um, negative feeling that spending time on my phone, on social media, actually makes me miss life? And how do I want to divide my time in life? And I'm going to make an inquiry and see where do I want to put my time? What does it bring me? And what good does it bring me? What good does it bring other people? Because this is also, this is also a factor, you know, um, a fact to, to uh, add. For me, what good do I bring to other people? And most of the time, this is my drive to, to bring good to other people. But not all of the time. Sometimes I just don't feel I have anything to say. And then I say something anyway. That doesn't, you know, bring other people so much. So really, how can I be authentic on social media and be that with, you know, not being present too? With that consequence of losing followers, of not having the attention and appreciation, how can I be authentic in that need too? when I feel pressure to just stay away. And then I have to sit with that, that fear, because what it creates is, of course, a bit of fear that I'm going to lose something. And I think the, the challenge for me is actually to follow my core, you know, follow what I, my needs, my wants, and not give in for the consequences in eventual loss of followers and um, attention. Okay. I don't know if there is... Oh, sorry. If there is anything else to say. I mean, there is so much to say. There is so much to say. I am really, you know, careful with anything, any behavior substance that is addictive. I am careful. And whenever I feel a neg negative consequence, I need to contemplate, I need to make an inquiry and feel, is this good for me, is this bad for me? And overall, in general, I, every day is like, uh, is full of things that makes me feel good and feel happy. And, uh, and especially, especially summertime, I feel, it's, it's a time to be outdoors, to hang out, to just kind of play in a way. And I can't play with my phone in my hand. I can't be authentic. I can't be present as me if I have my phone in my hand. So, so I think I'm going to... I was contemplating, actually, if I should 
should uh, get a program where I can, you know, schedule posts and I can just prepare them to just have it done. And then I take one day and make it as a work day and I just do it. And then I was thinking, but then I won't be authentic every day. Then I would plan what I would post. So right now, whatever I do, wherever my mind wanders and how it thinks, I'm, I'm not, you know, <coughs> I don't know, really. And this not knowing, that's okay. It's okay to not know. It's okay to know that there is something with this that makes me feel pressure. And my immediate is, then you stop. And um, I think it's not, it doesn't have to be, and that's, I'm also grateful for that, it doesn't have to be black and white. You don't have to be definite. And I am that kind of person. I can do and say one thing one week, and I can change my mind the next week. And I think that is something that you all should take on. We don't have, need to have principles, and we don't need to be firm and fixed in our opinions. Because opinions are like feelings, they change. They change with facts that we gather. We change our opinion. So what I feel one week, I may not feel the next week. This week, for example, I've been on a detox. And this has been so hard, it is so hard. And I'm, I've never been as vegan as I am this last week. It's like, I've never been as vegan and raw as I have been in my, my food, in my diet this week because of this detox. And then I'm thinking like, hey, I can be a vegan again. Sure, this is, if I can, if I can add some honey or dates or, you know, if I can add some oatmeal to this diet, if I, if I can add some almond milk to this diet, I can be a vegan, no problem. Because now, every, if I can add salt, now everything is without salt, spices, sugar, uh, grains, uh, dairy, egg, meat, everything is, is just like more or less celery juice and lemon juice. And it's so hard. But, so maybe I change my mind and become vegan again because that's the privilege of being me. I can change my mind. So maybe you will see me full on Instagram next week because that's, that's who I am. I don't have principles. And I can also feel I'm becoming more and more of an activist. I'm becoming more and more of a socialist. Capitalism is the drive on this planet and I don't like it. I watch more and more documentaries you know, where I really see the injustices in life and how money is the biggest, biggest drive. And I wonder how to, how to, where, where am I in this? You know, where am I in this? I said I was born and raised a socialist or a, not a communist, I don't think so, but a socialist. And I still feel at the core, deep down, I'm still the same, you know. That's, uh, I, think, I think how we are born and raised, I think it really, um, it's, it's difficult to erase from us. And um, yeah. Okay. 
thank you all for listening and keep sharing with me and um, also I would love to receive your comments about social media and what your feelings are and how you feel about being there and if you if suffer any negative consequences yes or no and and how you're doing actually and if the world is as you know good and pretty or bad and and um, you know money driven uh, as I sometimes see it so okay I love you and I wish you all a beautiful beautiful day Peace.